There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right. Welcome back to the Director Light Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. It is Wednesday, October 26, 2022. And we are just uh, just a few weeks away from the most important election, probably in human history, at least in American history. And one thing on the minds of everybody is this highly volatile economy that is going up and down and up and down. I call it the teeter-totter, the totalitarianism. And with us today to talk about this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing well over here, man. Doing well over here. Just uh, watching, the, uh, watching the markets. And it's not making much sense. Well, it's not making much sense, and you know we're we're seeing we're seeing a lot of things that you and I have been talking about on the show for a long time now actually happening right underneath our nose. We don't even have to speculate about it anymore, right? We don't have to look to the left or to the right or project into the future. It's like happening now, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and what we're seeing is okay. A, a few things. I mean, we'll start with interest rates because. It'll, it'll explain some of these comments that we're seeing from some of the big major economists in the world right now, um, kind of predicting um, major fallout from this. So, so we have to go back. We'll take a, take a quick step back for a bunch of the new listeners. But the end of last year, um, the Fed said they were going to have 8 to 10 rate increases over the next 12 months. We've had five of them so far. So we're like halfway through this, right? Um, we had a quarter, half, three quarters, three quarters, three quarters. And what it's done already to the real estate market is in the last 90 days, the top oh, five cities in the country for, for real estate growth over the last five, ten years, they're all down about 10% in 90 days. This isn't a one-year fallout. This is 90 days down about 10%. Um, as we talked about on, on last week's show, um, the, the number of new mortgage applications is down 83% from this time a year ago. I mean, things are falling apart, right? So, so you start to look at those things, and, and we're having a, a dramatic impact in, in the housing market. And to, for, so, so put this into perspective, though. Um, housing prices have come down 10% in 90 days. But the cost of owning a home over the last 12 months is up 80%. 80%. Well, Kirk, how could that be, right? How could that be if the price of housing has come down 10% in 90 days? How could the cost of ownership be up 80%? Because of interest rates. <laughs> they've, they've more than doubled since January. And so, so that's why we're seeing this, this major paradigm-shifting moment in our economy where people have been used to real estate as their their safe haven for protecting assets, um, I don't know, for the last 10, 15 years, right? Well, but in a moment, that that has changed, right? So 
here's what that that moment has caused in this rising interest rate cycle. So, so if you if you look at some some of the big economists in the world who really know stuff, it, it's not that I agree with them. I listen to them, right? Because they're globalist economists. They're they're policymakers in the world that we live in, right? You have to know what they're thinking so we can act accordingly, right? So Ken Rogoff, who's Harvard economics professor, very, very smart guy. Um, he was a, an economist at the Federal Reserve, um, most recently um, economic chair for the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. I mean, brilliant, brilliant guy, but globalist, you know, in the know, as uh, making policy that everyone around the world, especially with the IMF, um, has to abide by, right? So so what did he just say? He, he just said two days ago that there's we have to get used to a new normal. Right? So the new normal is higher rates. Because ever since 9-11, when the towers came down, we've had economic stimulus like nothing we've ever seen. It started with TARP, um, remember that, and then CARES Act and all these different things, um, the Frank Act. I mean, you, you name it, and, and we've got stimulus after stimulus after stimulus. Um, we've got regulations coming out of the wazoo and things that are just changing the world that we live in. Well, during that time, people got used to interest rates being like 1%. Right? They approached zero to try to stimulate the economy, stimulate growth, get people spending, and ultimately... This is a political ploy to trick people, to trick people into thinking that inflation wasn't really an issue. Mm-hmm. Because if you have low interest rates and lowered that cost of borrowing, it caused people to spend. And at the same time, exporting jobs as we're buying all this cheap stuff from China, Malaysia, India, everywhere else. This happened during the Clinton years, the, the um, Bush years, the Obama years, right? Very consumerist globalist presidents who are exporting our jobs to buy cheap stuff, right? But the problem is, and this is how Trump actually won the election was in the Rust Belt states, right, where, where manufacturing jobs left, and they left seemingly forever. But all it took was a president to say, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make America great again. I'm going to bring these jobs back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop the, the cheap import of goods that, that are destroying Americans' lives, right? So all of that masked the true inflation that we had. Now, the global economic slowdown, we're seeing the impacts of this inflation. Now we've got these rising rates. So what Ken Rogoff said just two days ago was, we have to get used to a new normal. The 1% interest rates that we've seen over the last decade is not normal. It's artificially low to stimulate an economy, but normal is more like 7%. A 30-year mortgage, right? We're getting, we're approaching those normal, you know, seven to ten percent numbers, and that's what he said we have to get used to. Well, what's that going to do for the economy moving forward? Well, it's, it's going to mean that the real estate booms that we've seen are probably a thing of the past. Stock market booms that are going to be kind of a thing of the past. I'm not saying that these aren't going to grow. We're just probably not going to see the excesses once we get back to normal credit, not cheap credit, not, not tightening credit, but just normal credit, just a normal rate of, of 7%. As we start to approach that, 
the boom and bust cycles become more moderate, right? And it's going to impact the growth that we see in a lot of these markets. It's going to impact our lifestyle. We can't live lives consumed with debt because the cost of debt service is going to go up. So here's the thing. Life as we know it, it probably changed, um, if not forever, for a long, long time that we come back to more normalcy in, in interest rates. So we're also seeing this incredibly high inflation. Mm-hmm. And the Fed's actions is kind of similar to uh, leading us, not to deflation, but stagflation. What are your thoughts on stagflation? Well, we're, we're seeing stagflation, and that's, that's the worst thing uh, that any policymaker could ever even dream about, right? Because you've got a slowing down of the economy, people aren't working, you have a recession, mom-and-pop business owners can't afford to really live, you know, people, they can't hire. So that's the, the stag part of stagflation has to do with the business cycle. It's a recession. People aren't working. It's tough. Um, and the deflation part is inflation, where the prices are going up. Um, and so when you couple those two, fewer people working, fewer people uh, have the ability to spend in rising prices, that is the worst of all scenarios. But this is what we saw in the, in the late 70s, early 80s. This is how Reagan got elected, you know, trying to fix the, the stagflation that the Carter years caused. And we're seeing the same exact thing now, um, except on steroids. I mean, it's, it's really bad. The economy is not robust. The economy's in a tough spot. People aren't working. Taxes are high. Interest rates are going up. That's impeding people's ability to borrow impeding their ability to spend. And so when that happens, the stock market's going to come crashing down because the stock market's a function of revenues, Josh. It's like if we spend, corporate revenues go up and stock prices go up. If we don't, corporate revenues come down and stock prices come down. I mean, in a, in a rising interest rate world where people aren't working, that's what defines stagflation. That's a, that's a policymaker's worst nightmare because it's very difficult to get out of that without pain. That's right. We're going to take a quick back, uh, quick break. We're going to come back with uh, more Dr. Kirk Elliott of the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. 
They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show with talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott. And Kirk, you know, the market today is uh, starting to reflect a lot of the earnings reports that are going to start coming out. And uh, I think that we're about to start to see a market downturn after this kind of rally we saw the last uh, few days here. And, And really... We know that the Fed is coming up on their uh, their meeting here, I think, in a few weeks. Um, we're seeing silver is up almost 1% for the day. Um, what what should we be doing? I mean, because the closer it seems that we're getting to the, the, the election, the mm-hmm. more the economy seems to be manipulated and trying to look good for the liberals and Democrats. But we know that something's pending, something's c- coming. And that they cannot keep up this sustainability of the economy forever. That the Fed just has so many tools within its arsenal. And that those tools, although they provide temporary relief, hurt the economy in the long time. And eventually, that's going to come, um, you know, asking for retribution and and everything's going to come crashing down. So what are your thoughts on what we can see over the next few weeks here? Boy, over the next few weeks, I think we see... The, the stock market probably being just held together with a very fine thread um, because of stimulus money that, you know, the, as we enter into the election, um, there's certain markets that they don't want to absolutely implode. They, they can't afford to run on the banks. They can't afford the stock market to come down. So I expect a ton of stimulus money. And you're going to probably see like really bad days on the stock market. And somehow by the end of it, it seems like, wow, Where'd all this volume come from magically? Why did the prices jump up, right? It was just down 800 points. Now it's only down 200, right? So you're going to see a lot of, like, plunge protection team type things that happen all the time during election years, right? And so, so but I think what, what's happening is you are going to see the price of gold and silver really start to trend up and trend up rapidly. Like you just said, you know, silver's up a percent today, um, but just about... I don't know, man. It was about four to five weeks ago. Silver was seventeen sixty. Now it's nineteen sixty. Um, this is this is massive growth, right? We're we're up well over 
well over 12 to 13 percent just in the last five weeks. I mean, extrapolate that out for over a year. I mean, for a year, that's amazing growth. And you're seeing that because there's supply chain disruptions, there's low supply, there's high demand. It's a flight for quality. And, and let's talk about low supply in silver right now. So every single day, what we do as a firm, you know, we're, we're getting wires in and we're reallocating people into physical gold or silver coins or bars. Well, 1,000-ounce bars of silver, which are kind of the staple for, for silver in manufacturing, that's what companies like Sony, LG, Samsung, Tesla, whatever, will be buying, you know, to melt down to make electronic circuitry components. Well, the, the available supply of 1,000-ounce bars is literally at just scraping of the barrel levels. I mean, there's, there's, they haven't had an inventory come in from, from the COMEX for four days. Normally they get, they get inventory every single day. But we've, we've heard reports, and you and I reported on this, how silver at current drawdown rates will extinguish global supply over the next five months. We're seeing it now. I mean, they haven't, the, the availability of 1,000 ounce bars um, is at an absolute minimum where, where the range, a 1,000 ounce bar, just for the, for the listener, is never 1,000 ounces. It ranges from 920 to 1,080. And you only pay for the number of ounces that you get. Well, right now, the availability is 917 to 950 ounces. That's it. Everything mm-hmm. else is gone. And there was just yesterday, this is how precarious it is. We're just one firm. Yesterday, the, the depository, they had 50 bars of 1,000-ounce bars of silver that came into inventory to be sold. Well, we sold like 159 of those. I mean, and they only had 50. Well, we sold 159. That means they're eating into the very limited supply. We're taking everything that comes in on a daily basis. This is not a small-town operation. This is a depository, right? And so, so we're looking at alarmingly low supplies, Josh. And when you have low supply and high demand, prices are going to go up. And look at today. Silver up a, a percent already, and it's only been through the morning. So things are starting to change. There's just been this pendulum-shifting moment. And, and things are moving in, in a very positive direction now. All right. And so, you know, we have Saudi Arabia, which obviously is joining the BRICS alliance here. This is the, the new Silk Road. We have them basically shunning um, the illegitimate president, Joe Biden. We know that there is the, the microchip manufacturing crisis that's occurring in China after Joe Biden's executive order removing all the American workers from there, basically bringing their whole market value down to zero. The Chinese market reacted to that Monday. And so we right. have two major crises, the silicon crisis and the energy crisis that are occurring in the world. Obviously, the United States is bringing silicon manufacturing back to the United States, um, but there's really no new talk about bringing back the energy production back to the United States. And Joe Biden is looking for, obviously, alternative solutions to this. And Saudi Arabia is really kind of throwing a fork in the road. With increasing energy price prices and costs over this winter, obviously, Europe is in a mas- massive crisis. United States, Northeast, could potentially be facing a crisis. We know probably we'll have rolling blackouts in, in California and the West. Um, how does this look for the economy as well? I mean, is this going to draw down the economy and produce a, a massive setback? Oh, yeah. I, 
anytime there's turbulence, turmoil, conflict, change, uncertainty, um, the one thing that stock markets love is consistency of future expectations. The one thing that it hates is, is turbulence, turmoil, and uncertainty, right? Because people invest in a company because they expect, oh, it's a great company, has great management, has great products, and something that everybody wants, and down the road, I'm expecting to grow and to grow my retirement portfolio, right? Well, when you've got anything that upsets the apple cart, it's like, ooh, I wonder if they're going to survive. I wonder if this is going to impact things. I wonder if people aren't going to invest anymore and my stock values are going to come down. Anytime there's conflict like that, it causes a stock market turbulence. But this time, and again, like you and I have talked about before, I don't think this is a crash that we're going to see. I think it's going to be a collapse where you have to pick up the rubble, restructure, rebuild, and grow again. I mean, that's when you've got a debt-based bubble that we're seeing coupled with political turmoil, coupled with geopolitical conflict, coupled with the social dynamics of the country we're living in where people aren't working in a post-COVID world and, and so many people have lost their jobs and, and, and CEOs from around the country are, are seeing their revenues declining and their balance sheets being turned upside down and they're unwilling to hire in this environment of rising interest rates and rising inflation we've got a problem moving forward and that's not easily won in the short term and and i think we're going to be you know like like the the, the name of your show right we're, we're we're moving from dark to light i think it's going to get darker before it gets light but we will get to a point where there is not just a light at the end, end of the tunnel but we're in that and it's going to take system changes um, and people just making action on their current portfolios, not living in a normalcy bias of what worked in the past is going to work in the present and the future. It won't. When things change, you have to change with it and adapt to, to actually thrive in this economy that we're living. So with a collapse, obviously the globalists, the elitists have already devised a plan to come in and restructure, reorganize. We we understand that the ESG policies are being implemented within the financial institutions. We have the, the term central bank digital currencies being touted everywhere. The new prime minister yep. of the UK obviously is a strong supporter of this, invested within uh, the CBDCs and social credit scores. Is that what we could potentially see or more of probably a hybrid model or something like that? I think that we're going to see that plus a parallel currency that, that arises. Because remember, it was, what, 30-plus years ago when the euro became a currency, right? And it wasn't like it was euro or nothing. It was people were still allowed to transact in the French franc and the German mark and the Dutch guilder and the British pound for a bit. Now, ultimately, it morphed into just the euro, right? But, but I think we're going to see that in this transition, too. I think what will happen is central bank digital currencies will win they're because they're already so far advanced in their in their progress moving forward where 90 percent of all central banks around the globe are moving towards central bank digital currency i mean it, it's just going to happen but i think once it gets in there people realize oh my word what did we just vote for what did we what were we thinking we thought this was going to help fix inflation no all it is is going to create um, loss of freedom, loss of privacy. It's Big Brother on steroids. Is is every transaction that you ever make is 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 basically seen and known, 
and there's a lack of privacy. And if you if you step out of line with the narrative of, of what the policymakers want, well, then it's programmable money. They can shut off buying or selling, right? People are going to realize, I didn't think this is what this was going to be. I didn't think this was about people control. I thought this was about financial freedom, which it's the opposite. It's financial slavery. So I think what you'll see is parallel currencies coming to the fold like pretty soon where maybe it's a it's a dollar backed by gold maybe it's quantum financial system maybe it's something different right but but i don't think and this is just one man's opinion right but i think when people realize what they actually get uh, they're going to actually not want it anymore and you'll have parallel systems you have to be prepared for some of those parallel systems that's right. And gold and silver is the preparation. Dr. Kirk Elliott, thank you so much. We're going to talk to you next week. Appreciate all of your insights there. If you guys want to get a hold of Dr. Kirk Elliott, go visit getgoldtoday.com. Getgoldtoday.com or give them a call 720-605-3900 and talk to one of his team members who are going to help you get set up for what is coming. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Right after this. I swear they ran into a great big hassle. Dark Delight with Josh Reeve on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. And we were talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott there. And, uh, you know, listen, we are all in a tough situation right now. Politically, socially, culturally. And financially. And I just, I, I, I stress this a lot on all my shows because when we look at the economy, we can all see what's going on. We, we can all see the manipulation happening behind the scenes. We can see the radicalized spending from the government, from Congress, who, who doesn't care about you and me. They don't care about the state of this country. They only care about their power and their money. And they are making moves right now to produce one of the largest transfers of wealth probably in the history of this country. I mean, just think about it. If politicians, and I mean Republicans and Democrats, if politicians really cared about you and me and this country, then we'd be reinvesting the money, the tax dollars that are coming in as revenue back into this country. We would be producing social programs to help the homeless, the poor, those who are stricken within poverty, the inner cities, rebuilding them. We'd be reinvesting into the infrastructure of the United States. We'd be going out there and investing in the future of American citizens, in education. But instead, we see the complete opposite. We're we're investing in a Ukrainian war effort against Russia. We're sending billions upon billions of dollars to Ukraine, of which, from the front lines, the Ukrainian military, the 1st Battalion, has came out and said, we have no weapons, we have no no ammunition, and we have no food and no funding. So where are these billions of dollars going that are going to Ukraine? Well, actually, the political opponent of Zelensky, who is not in the mainstream media because they don't want her there, has actually traced the majority of the U.S. taxpayer money that is going into Ukraine. And guess who it's going to? It's going to Ukrainian oligarchs. It's going to European corporations and companies. 
So your tax dollars, which are going to fight the quote-unquote war effort in Ukraine, are being swindled and laundered away to wealthy corporations, businesses, and elitists. And see, they do that because that money then does a circular flow back into the politicians' pockets, especially during an election year. And we send billions upon billions of dollars each year funding other countries' governments, of which they just launder that money away. But no way, shape, or form have we been investing into this country. They can, they can call it the American Investment Act. They can call it the Infrastructure Act or, or you know, the, whatever they want to call it. But they've done nothing to help this country. They've done everything to change this country from its foundation of freedom, of liberty, of, of a government for the people, by the people, of the people. To change it to this ideal of social equity. This idea that we, we need massive taxes to fund this large bureaucracy that goes out there and takes care of the people. You know, I was, I was on Twitter the other night, and I was looking at a lot of the comments that were occurring within uh, you know, Joe Biden's tweets that he has going on, which obviously isn't Joe Biden because the tweets actually are in pretty good grammar. But, uh, you know, one person replied and said, uh, you know what, Joe Biden, you know what I want to see? I want to see, I, I want to see student debt loan relief. I want what's, what's owed to me. I want free health care. And you know, when you look at these younger generations, what you see is they want handouts. They want things done for them. They want to go out there and do what they wish to do and not have to worry about responsibility. It's one of the biggest problems in the United States of America right now is that we've been socially indoctrinated, socially engineered into this mentality that government is there to take care care of you, that government is there to help you and soothe you and support you. Government is a tool of the people, not a crutch for the people which they lean on when they want help, not a mommy or daddy who bails you out when you get in trouble because of irresponsibility. The government is the tool of the people to make their lives better, to extend and expand upon their freedom and their liberty. The government is there to protect those sacred rights endowed to us by our Creator. But instead what we have is we have a group of people in Washington, D.C., 535 representatives from the Senate and the House who have sold you out. And I am not excluding Republicans here. They are just as bad, just as corrupt, just as complicit. How many Republicans right now, okay, are supporting the Ukrainian war effort? How many Republicans are supporting vaccination? How many of them are, are investigating right now? Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, or the illegal practices of, in, of investment strategies of their fellow politicians. See, they call it a swamp for a reason. Because when you step into it, it sucks you in and doesn't matter your political affiliation. 
our economy is about to collapse because of the dereliction of our government. Because we've allowed over the last hundred years central bankers, globalists, and elitists to come in, infiltrate our system, and write our laws. To write our laws not in the benefit of the people, but instead in the benefit of the corporation. And what they did is they turned the system on us. They created a mainstream media of mass manipulation. Of psychological warfare. To where the government and all their agents perpetuate this system of mass psychosis throughout all of the United States of America. Telling lies and filling the airways with garbage. Always countering the narrative of truth with half facts. Always attacking those who stand up and say, hey, there's something wrong here. You guys are not working in the best interest of the American people. You know, we're just, uh, you know, weeks away from the midterm election. And this one, this one is, is interesting because we're seeing that there's massive panic in Washington, D.C. Not only within the Democrats, but within the Republicans. On top of this, we have a lot of economic warfare going on. China, United States, Russia, North Korea, Iran, Europe. If you look at the supply chain crisis, the energy crisis, the food, the fertilizer crisis, that's economic warfare. And that's happening for a reason. You know, the midterm elections, even if American first candidates get in, even if they get in, it's going to be a rough ride. A good friend of mine last night on a private Zoom was talking about this. He's a former Marine Corps officer. He's a, he's a prepper. He lives in a homestead with his family. And he said, you know, the Democrats really don't have to do anything. They should just let the Republicans win the midterms and they don't have to do anything after that. And he says, the reason is, is because if they allow the American first candidates to win, they come in in January. All that needs to happen is some type of global, mass global event. And it'll occupy them for the next two years. Something like a September 11th. And it'll occupy them for the next two years where they are so busy that no investigations can come about. Very similar to what they did to Donald Trump within a four-year period. They distracted the public. They distracted the masses. They distracted the real purpose of why he was elected. And it was a good point. It was, it was a really good point of what they potentially could do. You got to remember, you got American first candidates coming in as junior congressmen and junior senators. They have really no power. The establishment runs Washington, D.C. So we're about to see some very, very interesting events evolve in the United States of America. 
My hope is that is we retain our constitution, our rights, our freedoms, our liberties as American citizens, and we reestablish the founding principles into this country. And we kick the globalists out, we kick the bankers out, we kick, kick the corrupt politicians out. And we move towards the future united as Americans. Not looking at each other as an enemy because of our political affiliation or our race that comes through this division promulgated by the mainstream media, by the politicians, by the corporations. Instead, we have to flip the script. Instead, we have to take back control of those systems. We have to go in there and say, no more. If you're a corporation and you want to support this ideology, we no longer support you as a corporation. If you are a mainstream media outlet and you are perpetuating nothing but propaganda for the Ministry of Truth, for the Orwellian government, guess what? We will no longer watch you or listen to you. If you're a politician who falls behind the establishment and votes for the decline of the U.S. Constitution, for the attacks on the U.S. Constitution, we will no longer support you and we will be outside of your house every night protesting and raising our voices and making the music loud. We will make sure that your constituents know who you are and what you are and what you are doing. We will wage war with our voices with our rights and the freedoms as Americans to save this country. And that war is allegorical in nature, meaning that we will speak up, we will rise up, and we will do everything within our legal and constitutional powers to save America. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Lights Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. 
My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. We are back on the Dark Delight Show. And sometimes a good rant is in order, you know? The frustration that occurs in this world during these tough, pessimistic times. It's always good to just vent and get it out there, right? I, at least I think so. There's a lot of things we could do to change this world. There's a lot of things we can do to change this country. And see, for the last 50 years, Americans have declined in responsibility as citizens. That's the truth. Maybe it was the, 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 the civics classes and the ethics classes being removed from high school students. Maybe it was just the push for mainstream media and mainstream entertainment to take over our child's lives as they grow up. Who knows what the cause was? Maybe it was the poison of our food, our soil, our air, our water. There's a lot of reasons why this could have happened. But none of that means anything to the fact that we have to take the responsibility right now as Americans. That right now, you me and every other American citizen in this country have a right and responsibility, a duty to save and preserve this constitutional republic. That's the truth. And I'll tell you, when I say the globalists are planning something, when I say these central bankers, these elitists are planning something, just look at the nuclear rhetoric that is happening right now. Vladimir Putin Defense Secretary has came out, called the U.S. Defense Secretary multiple times, other defense secretaries throughout NATO, showed them evidence that Ukraine is building a dirty bomb. Says, look, this is going to happen. They're going to do this. And the mainstream media, the White House, they flipped the script on him. They deployed the 101st Airborne to the Romanian border in a combat deployment. And then the mainstream media begins a propaganda campaign. Oh, Russia's blaming Ukraine for building a dirty bomb when it's really Russia who's going to use a dirty bomb. Russia doesn't need to use a dirty bomb. That is the dumbest move that Russia could ever do in military strategy. Russia is a nuclear superpower one of, one of the strongest nations in the country militaristically. In the world militaristically. If Russia used a dirty bomb or if Russia used a tactical nuke, the whole international community would go to war with them. So that's not a good idea. Russia doesn't need to use any type of nuclear weapon against Ukraine. They're doing just well. Thank you. They've eliminated about 40% of Ukrainians' energy infrastructure. And within the next two weeks, they'll probably have taken out about 100% of it. 
basically throwing Ukraine back into the Ice Age into a very, very cold and dark winter, of which eventually Ukraine will give in with a white flag. The strategy has been this way since the beginning. There's no reason in the world Russia needs to use any type of dirty bomb, false flag, nuclear weapon. The only ones that that would benefit is the Western globalists and the Western nations who seek to stop Russia because the economic powerhouse of the BRICS alliance is crushing any dreams of westernized New World Order. That's, that's the truth. And so a false flag, a, a, a dirty bomb nuke, the only people that that benefits are the globalists and the elitists trying to implement their one world government, their new world order. Not Russia. And Russia has been very, very aggressive in the media, providing evidence as much as possible against this. Just today, Vladimir Putin came out and said what? We are going to continue the desatanization, the denazification of Ukraine and the surrounding areas. But I'm telling you, I have a feeling that this false flag event is going to occur. And it could occur very, very soon here. And when it does happen, they will blame it on Russia. Even though Russia has provided ample evidence to the United Nations Security Council, to the United Nations Member Secretary of Defenses, United States, UK, that it's not them, that it's Ukraine. But it all falls on deaf ears. Because the international community doesn't want to hear it. The international community, the westernized nations only want to progress towards a one-world government, towards an international global order, controlled and dictated by them, where there are no elections, where a techno-fascist state is implemented that tracks, monitors, and suppresses every human being on this planet. That your enslavement will come about if these Western globalists are successful. The United States will eventually collapse. They'll take over power, just like they're doing right now. Go look at the Joe Biden administration and do a search for how many in his administration are from BlackRock or the World Economic Forum. The time is now to pay attention to what's happening in the world. The time is now to get your finances in order and prepare for what's coming. Nobody can predict the future accurately. But we can follow the narrative. We can follow the breadcrumbs and see where they lead us. And right now, this situation is dark. And that's why this is called the Dark Delight Show, because we have to move through the darkness. We have to move through that cold, that, that tight space, that, that, that dark evilness, and grab a hold of it and pull it out into the light. We have to drag it out into the light and let the truth be shown for the whole world to see. It is then and only then 
will the precipice be reached and the people rise up against the so-called powers that be and collapse their house of cards. Because it truly is a house of cards because it stands on top of everybody who supports it. Of every citizen, of every human being that supports it. As long as you support it, whether nescient, ignorant, or willingly, they will have power. It is when you stop standing and you make that change, that choice to take responsibility for your own actions, for responsibility for your own freedom, for your rights, your liberties, your financial freedom, does their power go away? All right, that's all we have for you with the Dr. Light Show today. I hope all of you guys have a fantastic day. Don't forget about Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com, or give him a call, 720-605-3900. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. We'll see you tomorrow.